Yo, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Five Mike. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a special episode. Um, this episode is all about uh, The Burning Sands, the movie that's on Netflix right now about the fictional fraternity and the negative aspects of pledging in HBCU, pledging a fraternity in general. Uh, this is also my first phone call podcast. We're just checking it out. I have this app that I use. So shout out to my line brother, my LB, one of my best friends for over 20 years, uh, SK Sakinya. He, uh, him and I hopped on the jack and we, we talk, you know, we talk like we do. This is just, you just got a little insight into a regular conversation. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in. If you're Greek, if you're not, if you went to HBCU or you didn't, you thought about pledging and didn't, this is an episode that everyone can really have something to say about. And in my opinion, any conversation about fraternity and sorority life, especially when it comes to black folks, uh, is a positive one, um, even if it's around uh, some controversy. So thanks for tuning in. Spread the word. Uh, excuse the, the, the sound quality. It's as good as you would imagine a cell phone conversation to sound like so i really appreciate y'all listening spread the word get it out there and i'll holler at y'all later five mics the idea manhood podcast peace hey yo yo y'all what up what up it's your boy (laughs) hey welcome welcome everybody it's the idea manhood podcast this is season two episode i think it's 22 this is the episode this is like it's, it's february sweeps or it's not even february it's march sweeps you know this is the um the pinnacle of the season so far this is the burning sands episode and it's came out timely on Netflix. You know, this is the idea of manhood, this burning sands film that everyone's been talking about, um, about pledging and hazing and fraternity life and college life and all that stuff. And I have a very special guest. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself and then I will make fun of him after that. (laughs) Yo, what's up everybody? This is SK. Um, Otherwise known as Michael's other father. Um, Stop so, <laughs> yeah, we're about to talk about this this stupid movie that that he made me watch. So, um, yeah, oh, let's let's get into this. All right, all right. So, SK, first, give give the people a little background of of how we know each other. Um, Pause. I feel like I had to pause that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Long podcast. Long podcast. <laughs> had to pause that, but just a little, just a little bit of our, you know, of our background, and then uh, we'll go in from there. Why? Why are you on the show, basically? Um, I mean, like I said, I'm your father, but no. <laughs> um, I mean, dude, we've known each other for, dude, it's gonna be twenty three. Is it 23? 23. Like 22, 23 years, man. Yeah. That's more than half of our lives, just FYI. Pretty much. That's scary. But yeah, so, I mean, we've literally known each other for over half of our lives. I mean, you're an LB. I mean, you're the the middle. I'm the tail. Seems I need to pause that, too. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> so many paws. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, like, we're both we're members of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Right. Um, like, we have, we both crossed when we were freshmen, so yeah. we have over, over four over four years, four plus years of undergraduate experience within the fraternity. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, no. Oh, it is what yeah. it is. It is what it is. Um, and so for those, for the people that are listening, because there, are, there are, might be like two or three listeners that might not know the process. So when, when SK said LB, that means SK and I are line brothers. So for the people that have seen Burning Sands and who haven't or who are part of the fraternity sorority life or who are not, that means that we pledged the fraternity at the same time and we were on the same line. And if you're white, that means pledge class. Uh, so um, we both crossed in the spring of 1995. Dang, I shouldn't have said that. That ages me. But no, we all we know FK's 45, I'm 40. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I have you know, a little Sabbath beard, you know. <laughs> Stop it! It's coming! It's coming in though, like for real. It's it's growing. Um, we've been alphas for a long time. What's also important to know is that you know we've brought in the membership intake process. The um, we've also seen a lot of other membership intake processes at other universities. Uh, we've seen other organizations. Can you turn that off? Damn, you're disrespectful. Also seen um, other organizations, you know, whether it's through probating or um, just understanding like, oh, yeah, this person's online and this person's on. So we've seen it from many, many different angles. And so I think the world, the black Greek world, was kind of taken aback when we saw the preview, right? Everybody saw the preview for Burning Sands. So for those who don't know, let me just read a little synopsis. So on the official IMDb page, it says, uh, this is a synopsis for Burning Sands, which is a movie on Netflix. It says, deep into hell week, a, f- a favored pledgee is torn between honoring his code of silence or standing up against the intensifying violence. All right. That's how it reads. Uh, and so everybody saw the preview and... You know, my text message, I'm sure your text message, everybody's Facebook page, Instagram was blowing up like, yo, what is this? Like, it looked too authentic. Like, everybody from the jump was like, yo, what is this all about? So initially, a few people went and looked up the director. Everybody looked up and saw Homeboy was, his name is... Um, I don't know, but his, he has a name, and he is a Q from Howard. His name is Gerard McMurray. He went to Howard, and he is an Omega. He's a Q, right? So again, this is before we saw the movie. The preview looks official. Saw some things in there that I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. 
Saw Homeboy was a cue from Howard. Like, all right, this story, oh, this, this got some potential. And then it came out on March 10th. You said it had potential. I was I always looking at this with a side eye. Why? Why? Um, from the preview, it just seemed I had a sneaky suspicion that this was <laughs> going to have negative concepts of black Greek life. Okay. And but I I was I was going to be open, but I just was like, mm, I'm not sure I'm not sure about this movie. But continue. No, no, that's that's important because the preview. I feel like everybody had a different feeling based on the preview. I was hyped off the preview because I have never, and even after watching the movie, I'm not sure if I've ever seen a more. Wait, let's talk about the preview. The preview, I'd never seen a preview that was so intense and and what seemed to be accurate about the pledging process. Now, not knowing what the storyline was, I didn't even know it was a movie. I thought it was a series. I was like, oh wow, you know, they got the you know, they got the Dare White People series that's gonna be on Netflix, you know, which is, you know, historically white campus, you know, they're on the radio station, so I was like, oh, they got that side, and they got this, HBCU pledging. I'm like, oh, yeah, Netflix is really trying to, you know, diversify things. So that's where I came from it from the very beginning. It would have um, been better if it was a series. It, it definitely would have been better. I, that, now, that we could definitely agree on. It should be It should be a series, and I'm I'm hoping that because of all the the aftermath and discussion of it that they'll, you know, Netflix is usually responsive to what people want and need. So, you saw the preview. Um, I talked to a lot of people in sororities and fraternities from JNU everywhere, HBCUs everywhere, and everybody's like, yo, that looks a little too real. Like, what what are they going to do with this? And you're saying that you thought it was just going to be negative. Um, I believe it was negative. You thought the preview was negative? I mean, yeah. I mean, I thought the... No, well, I thought the preview showed a certain aspect of, of like, a person's Greek life. And I was worried, I was worried that it wouldn't show the full spectrum of the process of becoming a member of a Greek organization, which it didn't. Okay, so that's perfect segue. So we're at the movie now, right? So the preview came out, March 10th, the movie came out. And I really wasn't, I mean, I wanted to see it, but I wasn't rushing to see it just because, you know, there's, I, I don't really rush to, there's very few things I rush to see. But, um, obviously. <laughs> don't, don't Wrong podcast. do it. Wrong podcast. Don't do it. Wire? What? Okay. Stop it. So everybody, people that work like, yo, you got to see Bernadette. You got to see, you got to see, you got to see. It's all about, yo, okay. So oh, what people said that you had to see it? People at work, people I work with that are Greek. The articles I read, I, there was so much, uh, there was such a dichotomy of like Greeks that loved it, Greeks that hate it, and then the people that weren't Greek. That was like this, you know, this is about right. And people that weren't Greek, they were like, "This is why I didn't do it." You know what I'm saying? So it was a lot of people. There was so much, uh, so much noise around it. That I was like, "Yo, I, I feel like I need to see this." 
So you saw it before me, or you started watching it before me. And what was your initial feeling? And when you watched it, what what was going on? With what were you thinking? Okay, I mean, I mean, for those of for the, the few people that are listening that actually follow me on Facebook, um, my initial my initial reading on the movie was that I hated it. And I didn't even, I got through literally the first six minutes of the movie. And there were so many in factual inaccuracies and fallacies that it bothered me to my core because I felt that, especially to start a movie off with that message, I mean, I understand it's, it's shock value and maybe because it was a direct Netflix release you wanted or the person wanted the the watcher to continue to watch the movie and just, just the shock value of like, wow, this is what I'm watching in the first five minutes, so I'm going to keep going. But I feel that it was, it was so wrong that it's almost like bastardizes the process and it really made me not want to watch the rest of the movie and I and I wasn't. I literally was not going to watch the rest of this movie until like you were like, "Oh, you have to watch the rest of the movie to be in the podcast." <laughs> so I mean, so okay, so let's let's start right here. And, and to be to be, we can spoil it. Like if, if people listen to this, they either they've either already watched it or they've already made up their mind to not watch it, or they're going to. Oh, watch we're going to have a spoiler. So yeah, this, yeah. this is a spoiler alert right now. Yeah, this is a spoiler alert. We're going to tell you everything that happened in this movie. Um, so what was it? What actually? Because I didn't see that. I mean, I saw that. I saw. Okay, what did you see that was so factually inaccurate? Because I saw things that were messed up, but I didn't see anything that was like, oh, it doesn't go like that. I don't, okay, yeah. So what did you see? Okay, so. From jump, the movie starts off. Um, the movie starts off where they're all they're rolling out and going to a set. Um, those of you that don't know what a set is, a set is when you go learn information. Supposedly, go learn information about your organization in a right. in a collaborative manner, <laughs> in a high stress environment. <laughs> yeah. So I've heard. So I've heard. Yeah, that's what they say. Yes. Um, so, so like, when they get to the set, for one, it was just one person there. Now, at the time, I thought it was it was their dean. But, like, come to find out, it was just some random dude from the chapter. One, you don't go anywhere without your dean or without your dean's permission. Okay. So, that was, that, that was one thing. The second thing is... They just got out there, and like, there's no, there's no history kick, there's no knowledge kick. They're just going, they're out there doing, doing exercises called break. Like, no greeting, no nothing. Like, just start running in place, just start doing push-ups. I'm like, eh, okay, <laughs> not my <laughs> process, but I was like, okay, whatever. All right. And then, then like, it started to jump the shark already because when. When like the, the dude took the football out of the anchor's hand and threw it and told the four 
to go get it. Mm-hmm. Sidebar: Who lined these people up? There was no. That was a, I was confused by that. <laughs> Um, they were, there was like, there was no height order, there was no nothing, it was just like a random, I mean like literally a cacophony of people just like line, looks like in line. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, I didn't get it, um, I didn't get it. Yeah. So, like people that aren't Greek are like, what are you talking about? But, sorry. Um, so, so, but when he, he threw the football and told the dude, the, the main character to pop out and go get it, he tripped him. I'm like, okay. Whatever. But then he started to kick him for no reason at all. <laughs> right. That was very <laughs> random. That was very random. Yeah, that was very random. I mean, like, multiple kicks. Then, and this, and I think this was, this was like the start of my, um, my well, no, that, the kicking was the, uh, was the start of my rage. The second, the, the, the apex of my rage was when one of his line brothers jumped out after he got kicked in the ribs three times, one of his line brothers decided decided to help him out, jumps down in front of him to take his place to um to absorb these kicks. Mm-hmm. He gets dropped off of line for that. <laughs> yeah. That that definitely jumped the shark right there. That definitely jumped the shark. I'm like, so you so like you're trying to and then the the whole Concept or one of the the running premises of the movie was that um, was it Langston Hughes? No, Frederick Douglass. That Frederick uh-huh. Douglass quote. quote yeah, mm-hmm. that that it's easier to develop. I might be misquoted, but to develop strong children than to fix broken men. Yeah, did I say that right? Something, Something like I'm, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll fact check it, but yeah, that's about yeah. right. So like through all of the the process processes that I have seen and like that that's part of the thing is that you are there to be the support of like your line brother. If nobody else has has your line brother's back, you have it. You have it. You have that person's back. Right. Like whatever is going on, like if if they can't if you see that that person needs help, you have their back. And, like, that's part of the teaching. At least that's what I assumed that was part of the teaching. Mm-hmm. In most places, that that action would have been rewarded. But yeah. he gets kicked off of line for helping him. Yeah. And if anything, the main critique I had of the entire movie was that they times throughout the movie punished the line brothers sticking up for each other. And I was like, what I do that? Like, I, and so my criticism of the movie is that either, so it's, it's, it's two-sided, either one, the, the director, Gerard, his process and the organization that he was, Trying to replicate. Portray, yes. Very <laughs> nice. <laughs> right? Like, either that's not something that's rewarded in their system, or it was just too. Like, that's a complex. Uh, that's a complex. Uh, what's it called? 
set of feelings or uh, something to portray. That's hard to portray in a two-hour movie. Like, why would somebody jump in the place of someone getting their ribs broken, you know, these 20-year-olds? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, that's something that takes weeks and months to develop, or so I've heard, and and to portray that in a movie, it seems like, I don't know, maybe they didn't have the ability to do that or that's just not what they were trying to do. And so what I always come back to, even with the beginning of the movie, this movie is not about black Greek life. This movie is about a very small portion of black Greek life. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, because I think the movie is, I, I hesitate to say, I think the movie had the potential to be so good that black Greeks wanted, had such high expectations of it. And people that weren't Greek was like, see, told you that's what they do. So it's like everybody had expectations the same way. This is the analogy that I've been trying to figure out for the past two, three, four days. Do you remember, like a couple years ago, when Scandal first came on TV? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the connection. When Scandal first came on TV, at that time, four, five, six years ago, there were not a lot of other black shows on TV. It, there were no Atlantas and Insecures and you know all these other shows. So yeah. people were hypercritical, myself included, of. Scandal because they had a black woman in the role. It had a black, you know, that's when short uh, homeboy was still on there. Um, it had a Spanish dude on there. You know, it had all this diversity. We're like, oh, how could Olivia's character do this? She's sleeping with the president. That's so bad for black people. And so at the end of the day, though, it's like, yo, it's just a show. At the end of the day, Burning Sands is a movie. And it means more to us, it means more to me and you, because we experienced a a piece of what that movie was trying to or had the potential to represent. It didn't, it horribly didn't do that. But at the end of the day, it's just a movie. And so was, was it a good movie? That's what I keep on asking. Yeah, it was wrong. This wasn't right. This, you know, they didn't do this right. They didn't do that right. But was it a good movie? And if I look at it through a, a strictly theatrical lens, I can say it was a good movie. Um, like the acting was good. Um, it didn't look like a like a Telemundo telenovela. I mean, <laughs> I mean the videography was good. I mean, so yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a good movie, and I can freely admit that like I am hypersensitive about this about this topic because this is something that like that's dear to me like like my greek affiliation is dear to me right and so i mean it helped me develop like the person that i am mm-hmm. so there were parts of the movie and I, I will give you credit for making me watch the whole thing so like there were select parts of the movie during the end that like I could that I could agree with like when they were talking to the alumni 
and and like having those having those connections. Yeah, that was dope. That yeah. was dope. Um, but it dropped the ball. So I feel that in my this is the reason why like I'm I'm so upset with the movie director because I feel that as a member of a Greek, a black Greek organization, that you have a higher sense of responsibility to to make the story, to make a fair and balanced story, and still make it interesting for that you can that you can sell the movie and make money, but like to have a fair and balanced depiction of yes. There are there are Greek organizations and chapters within Greek organizations. So I I will I'm will, let me take that back. I won't say there are Greek organizations because every last one of the, the Divine Nine are founded on great principles, and I will say probably like 95 percent of the people that are in it do the right thing. Mm-hmm. There are there are rogue factions within every organization that that probably do have um, their process to become a member um, might have resembled that. But I feel that, like, there should have been, there should have been another, even if they show whatever the other fraternity was that, that came out um, yeah. that early in the week, if they went back and forth between the two organizations to show, okay, this is, of the way that the process should be. This is how it should be run. And this is the opposite of like, this is this rogue, this rogue chapter, mm-hmm. which would have, which still could have gotten the same, the same feeling involved, but it, it gives, it gives a clearer picture of black Greek life because we can see it as just a movie because we are Greek. But, like, people that are not Greek see it as a documentary, even though it's not. Right. And I feel that if the person that made the movie wasn't Greek, I'm like, okay, whatever. But as somebody that's Greek, that person should have known better. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. and And a part of me agrees with that. I mean, all of me agrees with what you're saying. Like, I agree that, you know... A black Greek, you know, a, a fraternity member made this movie and knows better. And if you think about it, this might just this might be, you know, looking at just entertainment in general and like what is popular and what sells and what's going to be, you know, viewed by a bigger audience. Like the di- director had an opportunity to do something like to completely flip the script on the black college experience. And I don't mean going to a black college, but being black and going to college. And so when we first talked about it, you know, and I was, I was literally like in the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie, I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, you know, I can show this to some students about, you know, just what it's like to be a black college student. But then it went left. Like, it went way left. And I was like, well, there's, there's really not, and I was talking about this with uh, with Danielle, like, nothing good happened to these boys. Like, no. there, was, there was really no, uh, there was no redeeming factor 
Like, when the movie ended, I was like, yo! <laughs> I was so confused because I was like, are you serious? Like, the ending of the movie is what really threw me for a loop because I was like, okay, it's, it's this kind of movie going through ups and downs, but at the end, they're going to cross and everything's going to be okay. They're going to show that brotherhood. They're going to show what they work for. They're going to show that it was all worth it. Nope, didn't do that. <laughs> I was like, so... It's a spoiler alert, so if you're listening, it's over for you. But did Homeboy die? I think they left it up to you because you don't know. When, like, like they're just sitting there, and I guess, like, he makes the call to his dad. And it's almost like it's almost like the Sopranos ending. I mean, like, you don't <laughs> really know what happened. Right. I mean, like, you can assume that, like, maybe he called and said, Dad, I'm dropping two. That this is what happened. That I mean, you don't know. It's, he left it up to the the reader's imagination, which I think is a cop out. Per se, such a cop out. That's <laughs> what exactly what I thought. It was a cop out. There were so many opportunities for the director to say, "All right, I'm going to take a stand. I'm going to show why X, Y, and Z happened." You know. So just to go back, so we we kind of skipped to the end, but just to go back, so. We talked about the beginning scene, and we, we, we talked a little bit about seeing Taryn there. But here's why I thought the movie had some potential and why I thought the movie, even if there was somebody that right now is at an alpha invita- uh, you know, informational, like, yo, I really want to do this, you know, I'm really thinking about it, and they took a look at this movie, like, I still think that there were aspects of the movie that wouldn't like, wouldn't all the way scare someone. It would definitely scare you, but, like, it wouldn't turn people completely away if, and I don't know if the if, I'm adding to it because I'm in a fraternity and I know the reality of it. So think of, you know, I think I've told this story in the podcast before, but, you know, when I came into to Alpha's information and going through our process, I didn't know anything right? Facts. Like, nothing at all. <laughs> like, green as you can be, like, I had a purple hat on the first night. So, like, imagine there's an, another Mike right now that's 17 years old that is about to go to an informational and sees this. Is this going to completely derail their interest and be like, yo, I'm out. I'm done. Not for me. I think it will. I mean, I think there's going to be there's going to be a certain segment of the population that's going to be, and when I say population, I'm talking about like the kids that that like we work with, right? Because I mean, like, who cares about an adult? I mean, like, right. if you want to play your grad chapter, you go grad chapter, do what you got to do. I mean, right. that's not what the movie was about, right? Right. But like for the for the young adults that, like, we work with that are 18, 19, 20 that are thinking about joining a, a Greek organization, I think that this this movie is going to do more harm than good because they've already heard the negative aspects of Greek life. And right. they know about the, the superficial positive aspects. I mean, just like the movie, they were like, yo... Like they were like, you see this party, all these girls. Yeah, we about to get, we about to get all of this. Yeah. And like, 
okay, like I mean, that's good in a in a microcosm, but like there's it's so much more to Black Greek life than that that you might not see as like in when you're young, right? Or like when you're when you're first starting. And that's one of the other things that bothers me about this movie. Well, let me finish this topic. So it's the the negative concepts and not accentuating anything positive about what they went through. Yeah, there was nothing positive in there. Nothing. Yeah, so why? And I was searching. I was looking for it. I was like, there's got to be something. There was nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. I mean, why? Why would you, why would you go through that? Yeah, and they didn't cross. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like there was nothing to fall back. Like, well, at least, you know, you know. Yeah, and like, nothing. like they were they were online going through their process for X amount of weeks, and you don't even know the people that's online with your, their real names. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Come on now, that's what kind you don't of know your real that's name? ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I mean, Michael Mario, oh, hold on, let me not give you your whole government. <laughs> <laughs> they know, I mean, they, I mean, it, but I mean, that, that's the part where I was like, why did they do that? Like, is, is it, and this is where like my conspiracy, like pro-black Dr. Imani comes out, like, it's, of course, it's easier to sell, you know, Negativity. black, yeah, black men doing F-boy shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Like this, there, there was just no redeeming qualities. He lost his girl. He, you know, he was set up with a prostitute. Like he, uh, you know, he was failing class. He wasn't showering. He was had his ribs were broken, and his line brother died, and he didn't cross. Like what? The, like what? You know, what I'm saying? there was yeah. really I just couldn't find any positivity in the movie. Well, okay, okay, I, I take that back. Because what I think they tried to do, but they failed, was show the alumni. Yeah. That was that was their their moment to try to not fix it, but just show like, hey guys, like if you make it, like you could be a doctor and a football player and a dad and you know what I'm saying? That was yeah. their that was their attempt. And and, like, I don't, I mean, like, I really think that I, I'm coming to the conclusion that that the organization that he was, that he was using as, as the, as the uh, model for this right. movie, it's almost like what you said earlier, like, either A, like, his process was so flawed and damaged yeah. that like this like I'm I'm assuming that like he took a few liberties. But mm -hmm. like the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Yeah. So like the process that he has witnessed over time has it was so has been so damaged that like this is somewhat normal. Right. Or like he has like he completely sold out and just decided to show the negative aspects of his, of like the Greek experience for a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. And it might be both. 
it might be both. Because as I was watching it, you know, I, I was watching it with a very critical eye. Like, I was, I was trying to watch it on both sides of the aisle. Like, I was trying to watch it as, like, you know, pro-black, you know, black-Greek fraternity member. You know, I'm, you know, we're alphas, but we, we are a little bit more, uh, you know, we have our nose in the air when it comes to this fraternity stuff, and that's tried and true. So I watched that angle, but I was also watching it as, you know, an entertainer, like someone that creates content and writes and is creative. So I was like, okay, I see what they're trying to do. But as I was watching I was thinking, I know, without going into much detail, that there's probably guys that we know that would write a movie like that with the experience coming through our chapter, possibly. Think about it. There might be one or two, you know, that just had a tough time or, you know, weren't ready or, you know, uh, just didn't really, you know, connect that with the process. That would be completely, that would be completely utter fallacy and it would be made up. There's, there's nothing that you can say that for going through our chapter that either that nowhere resembles that. Now, like, but, look, but let's I, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Now, like, you know, like I was I was the road trip king during like the years that that like I was in um, undergrad. You were a professional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, a, a professional pleasure. I just happened to. Right. Be good at working with people. Right, right. So, <laughs> I mean, just traveling up and down, like, I probably have literally seen at least one one group of individuals from every active chapter that was in the state of the state of Virginia. Right. And probably, like, a few outside of the state. I have never, and maybe it is an alpha thing. No, I wouldn't even say alpha thing. I won't say that. There has been one chapter, one time, that, like, I walked into a, a set and I quickly removed myself because I was like, <laughs> this is crazy. Right, right. So, but and that's why I said, like, the organizations as a whole are phenomenal organizations. Like, but just like in anything, there is a rogue element of everything. Oh. I mean, yeah, the nature, just the nature of people is chaos. So there's always going to be, like, one. But, like, with this movie, with this movie, it doesn't, put, it doesn't come off as that, okay, this is, like, just one, one small misaligned group. It comes off of, like, we're representing Everything, and I guess that's the that's the problem with like Greekdom now in real life. Mm-hmm. That like these rogue chapters are representing the organization as a whole. Yeah, yeah, and there was a time there in the I guess it was the mid two thousands where things were getting a little crazy, like everywhere. Just from what I hear. You know, Alphas everywhere, all over the all, all over the map, things are getting a little hectic. And I think that now it's starting to be a little bit more streamlined. Um, but but even with that, I mean, you know, 
that's your perspective. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when you get into the organization, like, and I was, I was talking to this, you know, with Danielle's we were watching, and I was like, here's, here's how they could have made this so much better. They could have made this scene, you know, even with the Hell Week scene that was crazy, or even at the other scene when they were at the party, you know, and I was like, all right, here's what should happen, right? The dean, I thought it was great that the dean, even though he was a little soft at times, he was stepping in and saying, all right, you know, y'all not going to do nothing unless you ask me. He let it go too far one or two times, but at least they showed that role of what a dean is supposed to do, right? Yeah. And so they showed that. I, I gave them an applause for that. I was like, oh, yeah, but the dean got punk. Exactly. <laughs> he did. He but, did. But but he tried. He tried. He tried. He I made like, an attempt. That would never happen. I wish somebody would had tried that when I was reading. Exactly. But they. But you know, from an entertainment perspective, you know, educating this big audience about what a dean even is would have been a whole nother movie. So they yeah. had to like shorten it and he you know, he made it like, I'm the dean of pledges. No one's gonna do it. I was like, all right, they tried. That was their attempt. But what I didn't what I saw like, oh, they could have did this better is, you know, when you're going through a membership intake process, everybody has a role. Right? Everybody yeah. has a role. So, you know, before we see anybody you know, we're like, all right, this is going to be my role tonight. I'm going to be the encourager. All right, I'm going to be the humor. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be the Bible verse in your air guy over here. And I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be the a-hole over here. You know what I'm saying? And so everybody in this movie were a-holes. Yeah. Like everybody. To me, that that to me is the biggest fallacy of this whole thing, that all of your big brothers are, like, trying to kill you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah. to me that to me is the biggest. That was where I think they, they could have easily made one or two of the big brothers villains, you know, as opposed to making every single one of them a villain. Yeah. And, like, look, that's the thing with, like, I mean, this is the first movie that has really focused in on black Greek life. Yeah. But, like, there's been movies and TV shows that had episodes that show elements of it. And it's never shown in a positive light. Think about the that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode when, like, Willa Carlton will try to pledge. <laughs> right. Right, and, right, right. And so, like, they want to drop Carlton because he's, because he's whacked. But, like, okay, like, he's whack. Carlton's a, a cornball, but, like, he was going to do the work. Every organization has that type of person. Yeah. And, and like, they dropped him. Okay, whatever. It's, it's TV. They got 30 minutes to, to show something. And then, I mean, you have Stomp the Yard, which, honestly, if you put everything up, that might be the only thing that showed, like, a positive aspect of Greek life. At least there was, like, the evil fraternity and the good fraternity. <laughs> right. The evil fraternity. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, like, at least they showed, like, the dichotomy of, like, okay, 
like they went, they showed maybe like the five minute process of Columbus Short going from an interest to actually being a member. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, whatever. It's just, it's just like this movie. I just, it's a damage that I believe that it, it's going to cause to the public perception of Greekdom. Now, us as as Greeks after watching the movie. It's like I put on my Facebook page, like, I felt a little better because after watching it, it is clear that this person, the the fraternity that was depicted was not Alpha Phi Alpha. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's very clear. Very clear. Sorry, sorry, Q's. This is good good luck. I mean, there's Yo. so much copyright infringement of them. Yeah. <laughs> there's gotta be a lawsuit there. There's gotta be a lawsuit. Did they have silver boots on? <laughs> I believe so. They called their they called their pledges puppies. They called them puppies. They were barking. They were eating out of the dog bowls. I was yeah, like, they were dog food. The call was they were they weren't going. No, it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't rue. It was ooh. <laughs> so they just took the R off. <laughs> it's like any, it's like the uh, coming to America, the McDowell's and McDonald's. <laughs> they were the McDowell's. Yeah, it really was. I, I, I felt bad. Like this, I, I was watching. It, I was like, damn, that's like, you know, Alpha would, you know, the general president of Alpha would not have allowed that movie to go through at all. No. Like if it was if they used the fake letters or not. Like the general president of Alpha didn't even want uh homeboy on Saturday. The Alpha to be on something in the yard. Exactly exactly. And then they were just gonna be in the side. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. I just you know, but here's another thing. Here's you know, to focus on to give an even perspective, what I did like about the movie is, you know, like you said, this is the first movie that has even try to touch the pledging process, like, in this way, in this way, right? I like the fact that small, you know, got to take small victories. I like the fact that they had real grits. Like, that that was important to me. Like, I was watching, I was like, oh, snap, they're really intense. You know what I'm saying? Like, they did the smile white. They didn't call it a smile white, but they did the smile white. They had real grits. You know, they had intensity. When they were doing the um, when they were doing the greetings, that those yeah, that sound like, that sound like real ass greetings, right? Yeah, that was that to be that's important. Like when it comes to when it comes like to from a historical perspective, there's nothing on TV that shows that has shown that. And I think that, you know, I, I, what I see a lot of black Greeks, I've been, I was reading an article on The Root, you know, that some of the black Greeks are saying, oh, they're showing all the secrets, they're showing this, they're showing that, it's too much. Look, everything that anybody wants to know about our organization is online. Everything. Yeah. Handshakes, you know, secrets, you know. You can order, you can order a shirt and a line jacket offline off stuff for Greeks. And they not, they're not checking to see if you are really Greek or not. Exactly. So in terms of secrets and, you know, showing the process behind closed doors, I don't care about that. Like, I really don't because, you know, ultimately 
if you want to be a part of these organizations, like you still have to go through some sort of membership intake. Like there is a membership intake process. There is, you know, a, a process to go through. And I really, really like the fact that they they try to show what an undergraduate process looks like, whether it's underground or below ground or whatever, above ground or not. You know, they made an attempt. But it was flawed. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it showed enough, enough like, valid stuff, like, with the greetings. That it, and that's the problem. It showed, like, the intensity and all that stuff. Like, we're over here saying, like, okay, that was real. But then, like, all of the, like, senseless violence that, that they went through. <laughs> like, dude, there was no trust developed. Like, when you, but like, but when this they were is the what pool, I think of. Oh, my God, the pool scene. What the fuck is that? That was some other stuff. Like, walking to, I'm like, okay, like, he's going to stop them. Right. No, you're gonna keep walking until you drop in the pool. Yeah. That that was that was a bit much. That was a bit much. But I was gonna I was gonna say, we all know I can name two or three people that we know very well that went through processes like that. Public the the you know, they became zombies on campus. You know, we know we saw them limping, we saw them, you know, looking crazy on campus, like, yo, are you okay? Like, are you going to make it? You know what I'm saying? And so yes. maybe maybe this is the reality for some people. That's, that's not our reality as alphas at JMU, but there might be alphas somewhere else that's gone through that. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it, but. Oh, you know, I have. But okay. Like I, like I said, I mean, like. Like there are rogue chapters. I told you. I mean, like I walked, I, I walked in and, compl- and literally walked out of a set in, in like five, in like may, I spent maybe five minutes there, talking to like one of the one of the the, the people that were interested, and mm-hmm. I couldn't get any information from them. Like I'm just like, what's your name? And just like in the movie when the guy when the guy was a stuttering and he was all nervous and there was something to calm down. I was flashing back to that set, but like it just like the craziness that was going on around that. I mean, yeah. it was almost like that Hell Night scene. And yeah. that's I was like, dude, this is not what fraternity is about. And I left. Yeah. And so so like yes, I mean I'm quite sure that there are people out there that this movie, like, really hit home. Mm. But the question is, is that right? And I I think that's what he was trying to get at was, like, okay, should you put yourself through that? But, But, like, do you want to show only, do you want to only show that, aspect or have you even seen anything else other than that and that that point um, begs the question has he is this the only thing that he's seen the the director you mean the right yeah the director is like has Mm. every process that he's seen similar to what is being what's in this movie yeah because that's that's an organizational thing because I can't speak on what the other fraternities do, 
Yeah. I mean, I assume we do stuff that is very similar, but, like, I can't speak on that. Right. right. I can only speak on Alpha and the, the part of Alpha that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. That That's what it appeared to me. It appeared to me like there wasn't a whole lot of deviation. There were there, – he didn't do a whole lot of, like, fantasy writing when he was writing this. Like, no. There were too many – elements of truth even within the crazy shit that i was like oh this this really happened like you know when you you watch a horror movie you're like yo what is the sick and twisted mind that came up with this like watching this movie was kind of like that like did this guy come up with this on his own or has he seen this and i got the sense in the field that he's really seen stuff like this happen yeah you have to because it's your first movie. I mean, you you build exactly. off of experience. Exactly. It's locks. I mean, you're living off of experience. <laughs> right. So you can't, it's not like you're building, you're making up this, like, fantasy. You have to go with what you know to make your first movie so you can make a second. Yeah. The only hope that I'm, what I'm really hoping is that there's going to be so much noise around this that they're going to make either a second or they're going to make a series like the 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 film is right for a series and to really go into the day-to-day you know the relationship with the sorority they didn't even go into that you know uh the town and campus relationship they touched on that a little bit it's like they can really be the the counter narrative to different worlds. If different yeah. world was, you know, all the goody, you know, the good, all positive aspects for the most part, this could be like the, um, I don't know, like the like the wire of black college experiences. Even though I haven't seen it, just based on what y'all say, <laughs> but like there's a certain reality that I think people appreciate it with. You know, all the shows now, like, that's what's popular now, I think, when it comes to black entertainment is that Atlanta, it's not fantasy. Like, we all know characters like the characters in Atlanta. We all know people like the characters in Insecure and all these shows that are on TV now. They have a lane to show black college life that's not connected to the Huxtables. You know what I'm saying? And that to me, that's a huge lane that nobody has gone down ever. Yeah, I mean, it can be. It's so characters now are multi-layered, right? And like that's exactly. where Atlanta and and like insecure to a point. Like there are people have people have flaws, like. People are some people are inherently good to have flaws. People are aren't all bad. So I think that that's sort of where this movie lacked. It, there wasn't the depth of characters in this movie. Like the right. Big Brothers, like it could have shown like okay, like I'm a jerk, but like I really care about this person. Like the tough love Joe Clark thing. Like that would have been more that would have been more palatable because like okay like this dude is, this dude is an ass because like we know like the asses that were that were um, during the process right 
Right. But there wasn't there wasn't that dichotomy. There wasn't that depth of character from yeah. anybody that was in the fraternity. Yeah. But Not at all. That's the characters were very shallow. Very shallow. Even the um even the adults. You know, Alfie Woodard's character was like there was potential for her to be more, but even she kind of fell shallow. Because, like, what, what are you doing? Like, what's your angle, you know? And that little conversation they had, it was like, uh, what? Okay, like, that's not really helpful. I guess, I think that was their attempt to try to ground his experience. So his, his pledging experience was all over the place, Alfred Woodard was the character that, you know, tried to bring him, you know, the Frederick Douglass quote. And, you know, again, this is the idea of manhood. I question, why did they use a woman to do that? Like, that was unnecessary. Why not use the Mr. Bullock character in there, Eugene from the practice? Like, why not use him? And then he turned out to be, you know what I'm saying, a jerk or something. You know, this like, not really... Naive about yeah. what is going on. Right. He just turned because, out to be, yeah, another one of the brothers. Like, he didn't turn out to be anything more. He's an adult, and he didn't have any depth to him at all either. Best, best believe if, if we had gone to, to Mr. Bullock and said, you know what? I'm not comfortable with this process. Everything right. would have been shut down. Exactly. <laughs> Immediately. You know, even when he had the conversation with, uh, when, when the dean had a conversation with the Alfie Woodard character, and, you know, they had that awkward, like, oh, whose, whose blood is gonna be in whose hands or whatever. It was like, what? You're not blood? Ask what? More questions? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So it just kinda, you know, I think there's just, you know, not, as I'm talking through it, there's so many things wrong with the movie. Thank you. That, like, the things that I want to be right, like, I'm making them right. The movies didn't make them right. I'm connecting the dots. And that's why I told Danielle as we were watching, like, there was so much potential, but I'm making the potential. Like, I'm connecting the dots because I've been in a fraternity. I've seen it. You know, I'm like, oh, well, here's what they were trying to do. It's like I'm being the narrator for the movie when the movie kind of fell flat. Because here's another thing. All the girls in the movie were shallow as hell and whack. Like, his girl left him. You got the old girl from the from the Whataburger that's, that's smashing everybody. Yeah, she's the only one that had a little bit of depth. She was just honest with her freakiness. Right, right. She was the, the, the woke thought. Yeah. Which... In turn, I was like, you know what? I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. All right. Well, moving on. Yes, let's move on. <laughs> no, but, yeah, we all know that character. Like, they're, they're, that's on every college campus, you yeah. know. And, and there's probably more characters like her, especially now, I would assume, the kids going to college now than were in our day. You know what I'm saying? where that would have been frowned upon by the establishment. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, and then homegirl... So much I want to say, but this is a public podcast, <laughs> so I will not. <laughs> right. That's, uh, that's for the other one. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there, there was just, it's so much. And I guess that's what 
that's what frustrated me, that there was so much potential, and it, 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 it kind of fell flat, but it was more than we've ever had, so that's what, like, gave me hope and made me think, like, all right, well, this is the first, and then the next one that comes, you know, will be better, and the next one will come will be better than that. Yeah. I mean, I'll just say that I was having a conversation with um, with one of our mutual friends, and he was all in on this movie, but, like, he's not Greek, and it was pretty much it showed him that, like, he made the right decision to not to not pledge anything. Uh-huh. And I made the correlation that it's all well and good that this movie took this angle about this about the movie but what if instead of black greek life they used they used religion so they made a movie about about islam and what they were talking about was the rogue the rogue bombing sect of islam mm. as a as like saying that this this is what islam is I mean, that wouldn't fly. No, Greek life and religion are two completely different things. Right. But, I mean, you know, it's it's a cultural, it's culture. You know, it's a part of your culture if you're an organization. Religion is an organization for the most part, has moving parts, so on and so forth. But, yeah, but that's a hell of an analogy, though. And so when I brought that up to him, he was like, wow, you know, they have a point. And, that's all I'm saying. I just believe that, like, even though, like, this is Greek life and everybody's not Greek, but I think that if you are Greek and making a movie, you have you have a responsibility to make a to make a movie that it doesn't necessarily have to be. It doesn't have to be propaganda that like Greek life is great and nothing bad happens, <laughs> right? But I mean, like, you can't make it like like why would anybody go put themselves through this? I mean, like there was no reason when they asked when the when the blood, when the big brothers asked why are you here, and he couldn't answer. Oh my god! I was like, how long? That's a, that's an opening night question. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's the same thing I said. I was like, what? what? What's the answer? He doesn't have an answer. Yeah. And none of his lbs helped him. Like no, no give him an answer. God, yeah, I, that was very frustrating. That was frustrating. I'm like, what? What are you doing, man? Then you know what I'm saying? And and that's the answer. That's the thing that they never answered throughout the movie. They 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 briefly addressed it with uh, with the number one with Square. Like, why was he there? Yeah, you, you know, his, his answer was shallow as hell. But I mean, that's the reality for it. That's the reality. I mean, like for eight exactly. Yeah, yeah. That that was. I thought that was a real answer. That that was a moment, um, but those moments are so few, far in between that it's like, yeah. But to, that religion analogy you made is is really standing out for me because the thing about it, though, you know, just thinking go thinking about Christianity, right? You know, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of movies about Christianity. So there might be a movie like The Exorcist, which is kind of a movie about Christianity, kind of the burning fans of Christianity, 
and then you have a movie like The Passion of Christ. There's balance in the yeah. diaspora of Christian movies so that you don't have to depend on one thing. And I think with this style of movie, with this content, this is the only one like this. You know, you talked about uh, Drumline and, and Stomp the Yard and those movies. Those weren't really about fraternity life like this. It was a like background. The fraternity yeah. was a, a background to the major story. In those it was a prop in the story. Yeah. Like, this was the story. So I, I still tend to give Homeboy props, Gerard, the, the director, because, you know, he's causing us to have this podcast. He caused, you know, my wife and I to have an hour-long conversation. You know, she's not Greek, but, you know, her mom is, and she's, you know, in her family and stuff. And we had a conversation about it where, you know, at work, we had a conversation in the middle of the office with people that were Greek, weren't Greek, you know, all over the, the spectrum about this topic. That is what entertainment is supposed to do, what art is supposed to do. So for that, even though <clears throat> after talking it through, the movie was was questionable. But the outcome of the movie I think will last longer than the you know, the what circled or what comes around the movie itself. Yeah. I agree. If that makes sense. I definitely agree. I mean, to ra- I mean, to wrap it. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, close it out. You close yeah. it. Yeah. The only. I mean, the whole snapshot of the movie, from the perspective of what you are supposed to learn when you are going through this type of process, yeah. when. Do jumped in front of the lead character. What was it? Z? Q, Z, whatever his name was. Whatever letter he was. And he was trying to help him for, help him for, um, so they keep from getting kicked. He gets kicked offline. And his line brothers just let him walk away. And not only did they let him walk away, when they were driving, when they after the set was over, they drove and they drove past him. Yeah. So they went from being they went from being aligned to somebody that dropped to just being a black man that has to walk five miles back to campus. Yeah, that was it, just wrong on all levels. That was so wrong yeah. because I believe most people, at least I can't even say most people, if somebody we have that that sort of trick to see like if you are how close are you guys? Yeah, like, fine. You know what? Hold on, yeah. you're gone. We're taking yeah. you out. We're taking him. Let's take this one. Yes. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. You don't need him anymore. We're just going to run with you guys. And most of the times, the the they realize like, dang, we've been with this. Like he's one of us. Right. Like right. well, he's gone. We're all gone. Right. But there was none of that. None of that. Yeah. Like, they were truly a collection of individuals. They were. They were. They were. Until the very end, until, like, somebody potentially died. (laughs) And they didn't cross. (laughs) 
that's the, like someone had to die for them to get close. Like, yes. that's crazy. But then it's like, when you think about, like, again, like the entertainment value of black men, like, you know, someone has to die for people to care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ah. So, in short, and wrapping up, I, I, I think I, I think I agree with you more. Um, I, I will say that, um, the movie, all the movie had to do, as I was thinking about it and talking it through with you, the movie only had to change maybe three scenes. And it could have been the same movie. They could have still focused on the negative aspects because if the director says, hey, I'm the director, I want to focus on the negative aspects of hazing, I do, do you. But all he had to do was change three scenes, and it could have made a powerful impact and still kept his message. And I think the scene that you talked about at the beginning, if they would have took him back to campus, that small scene would have showed they could have had some dialogue in the car. They could have did something more in that moment to, you know, to put to close his story out. If they're going to drop them, that's crazy. We wouldn't do that. But if you're going to drop him, all right, at least close him out as opposed to just leaving him in the middle of the country five miles from campus. That's ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense. They could have did that. They could have, um, when Homeboy was getting kicked at, at Hell Night, you know, when they took home, uh, was that the one where they took, they took somebody then too, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, when, Homeboy, they, that's when Homeboy died. Yeah. They could have just had them, like, try to protect him a little bit. You know, or go with them or see where he went. Small little things they could have did that wouldn't have added any time that would have completely changed the dynamic of that scene to make it a brotherhood. They were yeah. never brothers. And I no. think that's the part that when it comes down to it, that's where the movie failed because they never became brothers. They were never brothers through the whole thing. None of these. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Idea Manhood Season 2, Episode 22, I think. Uh, it's Five Mike's husband, father, educator, writer, MC. I'll holler at y'all next time. Peace.